You're listening to Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Hi, everybody. I'm Brian. I'm Joey. And I'm Jess. And I'm Sean. Folks, if you're new here, this is the podcast where we talk about gravel bikes, adventure biking, bikepacking, bike camping, or just playing bikes. Joining us tonight, Sean Romano from Kate's Mountain Challenge. That is a new gravel race. This is first year for that, right, Sean? It is. First year. First year. Brand spanking new gravel race in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. Welcome, Sean. It's good to have you with us. Oh, thank you for having me. Before we get into Kate's Mountain Challenge, and we've got Blake settled down because Joey made him a peanut butter, is it peanut butter Kong? Yep. Good. With blueberries in it. Ooh, really? Are you serious? Yes. That sounds delicious. Our um, dog eats lots of fruits and vegetables, just like we do. Would you make me a peanut butter and (laughs) blueberry Kong? That would be awesome. Yeah. Before we get to that, though, I got some great discount codes to share. On either the Salt Stick website or the JoJ website, when you reach the checkout, use the code LOVEYOUBUY to take 20% off all your items. Over at Cutaway USA, use the discount code GTD20 to take 20% off your order. And if, I don't, I don't think this discount will apply, but in, if you're going to Croatan this year, have you seen, you guys have seen, I know that Joey and Jess, you've seen the, the jerseys that Philip oh, yeah, has amazing. put together for yeah. Cutaway this year. Because, you know, Matt, had when he was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, talked about embracing the Speedway and the NASCAR heritage of, of the starting location. Yeah. And there is a, a Dale Earnhardt Intimidator jersey, Jeff Gordon Rainbow jersey, and then a Richard Petty SDP color jersey. Super awesome stuff. Great job, Philip. Um, so Soon to have a Travis Pastrana one. And he, you know, he, had, he finished 11th, I think. Yeah. That he was pretty awesome. He top 10, too, if he, uh, someone yeah. didn't screw him up. I now, think he caused the wreck, though. No. Oh, I, just, yeah, I, don't oh, I don't know about that. Not only am I confused when you guys take bike parts, now I'm confused when you guys talk race cars. We're talking NASCAR. I have no idea what you're talking Not about. Not Formula One. Travis Pastrana, who's an Annapolis... Annapolis native. Native, yeah. Uh, been, a, been a name around here for a long time. He's an old customer of mine. Really? Up yeah. at Parvilla? Yeah. Yeah. He, he did the whole bike thing for a while too, right? He, he still did, rides all the time. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he finished uh, 11th at the Daytona 500. Yes. So, good job, Travis. I'm sure he's a listener. I mean, right? Most definitely. Oh, of course, 100%. Okay. Um, if you're in the market for a hydration pack, check out Orange Mud. Use the discount code FF23RAINS to take 15% off your order. I'm going to put those discount codes and the links to all those good places in the show notes so that you can find them and do what you need to do. And that's buy stuff with a discount because otherwise you're losing money. Ah, it's the way that it works. Now, Joey, tell us about Monster Cross. Oh, no, I got a crack of the week. Oh, we got a crack of the week. That was a good crack. Yeah, it was. Congratulations. Uh, it's the distilled brewery. It's that peanut butter porter ah, that we had probably a month or two ago. Either it's Blake smelling like peanut butter or you smell like peanut butter Both. now. I'm not sure. And later, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got. You got that from Nadine, right? No, I, f- I got this in locally. Oh, okay. I don't know. Try that at some point. Anyway. Uh, Monster Cross. Monster yeah, Cross. I'll sum it up really quick. Jess can put in her two cents. Um, went to Pocahontas Saturday afternoon. Camped. Campsites are amazing there. Um, we pictures look good. We used an RV spot, which was great for a rooftop in, and Larry slept in the back of his truck with his tent thing. 
everything was perfect there. Little bathhouses in each direction you could walk to with plumbing. There's showers. There's woodshed. There's playground if you have kids. Did you take anybody behind the woodshed? Uh, Larry took the woodshed. <laughs> um, the uh, kill me. It was no. It's a great. It's a great setting, and like we're pulling in, and the like race course is running through the campsites. Oh, that is so much fun! Yeah, all the signs, and then all that happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah, we we had a great evening. Had some nice uh, Jess's first experience eating, you know, dinner at a campfire, and mm. I made her eggs and stuff on the fire. Um, but yeah, sped through that. It was a cold night. It was like the coldest night we've had in months. Oh yeah, like a month yeah. down here. Yeah. Um, and now it's going to be eighty on Thursday, but um. I had lots of hot hands in my sleeping bag. Yeah. Okay. And I said that to my oh, students, oh, the, like, and the they were like, what you... are you talking about? And I was like, those things that you shake and you put. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought you were talking about Joey. No. Um, <laughs> no, it was, the camping was great. Uh, at last minute, we decided to switch up from mountain bikes to our gravel bikes. I noticed that. Um, I just, I knew the course was more gravel. I had enough feedback from my great friend on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we made that choice because 80% of the ride was gravel bike oriented. The other 20% was single track, which was a blast. Um, where the mountain bike would have been great, but yeah, I didn't want to push that mountain bike. There is a lot more climbing than was advertised by like 700 feet. Wow. <laughs> so that I'm glad like, I didn't yeah. take my single speed. So I did put a redshift on Jess's bike, which made it a lot more comfortable for her. Would you like that? Nice. Um, um, my. Sorry, Joey. Usually my hands are like complaining, Joey, I can't feel my handlebars. Not at once at all this point. My Excellent. hands were totally fine. Yeah. Um, it felt really good. You're gonna but... notice that at Crotan with the washboard. If you if you remember that from last year, you're gonna notice that. The only thing I will say is that was up and we were you were up and down all the time, changing a little bit of everything versus like a long road ride where you are more stagnant. So you, it's gonna be more exaggerated, like when we rode mm, at Point yeah. Lookout. So yeah. I'm not saying it's going to take it away, but it helps a lot, the redshift. Um, yeah, Jess ran her Terravale <laughs> 42s. I ran my 47s. Um, it was great. Like, there was 800 people there. Oh, it was a who's who, a veritable who's who. I just kept looking around, and everyone's like, hey, Joey, or I see someone, and it's just like, oh, my, like, everyone's here. So, so the rundown that I saw on Instagram was Gordon was there. Yep. Wow, the rundown just goes on and on. Uh, Matt was there. I saw Matt was there. I saw he all had a of really, the... really pretty outfit on. Oh, really? Yeah, he had like spandex he, pants. He and makes like, a living selling. I know. I really liked it. I kind of want to ask him what his outfit was, but it's from Cutaway. Do you Cutaway? Do you listen to our podcast? No, I do, but it's like <laughs> it was like glossy spandex pants. Like they were yeah, very from Cutaway. Cool. Well, he's he's a very appealing man. Yeah. He's a very handsome man, and and he makes his living selling handsome selling feet pictures on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if you follow their Instagram, it's those are Matt's feet that you see all over the place. Now I saw all of the outsiders were there, and they had quite the setup. Yeah, did you get to hang out with them a little bit, see them for a second. Um, got some beans from them, but then you know, it was um, timing was bad because I saw them right before the start, and then we were gonna talk after, and then timing. You know, Pat, I was gonna talk to Pat, and then you know, we all just left. <laughs> yeah, we'll ha- we'll be spending a lot of time with them next month. Yeah, yeah. It just keeps going. Uh, Chris, Chris um, from Lancaster now lives in Arlington. Mm-hmm. Was there? I mean, Wilson from Kona. It just like I said, the list keeps going, going and going and going. Um, I saw a lot of people that it's just like, hey, I didn't even. Yeah. Anyway, Matt from Bike you Doctor know, was there. Like it was, 
Gabe was there. Gabe road raced on Saturday, did really well on his bike, and then switched his wheels out on his crux. That's brilliant. I love really that. well. I love they, that. Gabe lapped us. <laughs> um, we Larry, were Larry finished thirteenth in his age. Yeah, group, Larry. Right? Larry finished about fifteen minutes behind us, doing two laps. Okay, <laughs> we were coming to the crossroads where you can like you're literally at the finish, but you hang a right and then do like an extra eight mile loop. Oh. The single track is, and um, we're in the middle middle of this open field, and everyone's like, "Hey," I'm like, "Why is all the people like waiting around?" And the pros were coming through, and they lapped us. Oh, uh, they blasted through. Okay, um, gotcha. And that was, I've forgotten, I mean, the names I remember. I mean, I saw Gordon twice. Um, Jeremiah was in that group. Uh, DC Velo guy. And it was pretty cool. They just flew. Nice. Well, you yeah. know, it's weird. I'm not sure how I went to sleep on on that. I, I guess I've just never really looked at that as being a gravel thing. And I've kind of like shied More away gravel from the mountain than bike single. Thing. Yeah, that's what me and Larry were talking about. You know, I've just kind of shied away from that. And, and so. It or, actually yeah. reminded me, the up and down part reminded me of Gravel Worlds. It Honestly, was, that was the the most I could relate to. Either up or either down. Yeah. Either up or either down. Not a lot of and flats. that's yeah, that's exactly how Gravel Worlds was. Okay. Yeah. It's almost two thousand feet of climbing for twenty five miles. I'm just I'm just always it's only two hours away from here. I've only look I've always looked at, at Croatan as being sort of like the, the kickoff. The buck fifty sort of like the season it kickoff is. thing here. And I you know, now I'm feeling like Monster Cross is kind of Monster Cross has been going on forever. I, I, I know, know people but, been doing it. I know, and, but it, you know, it just it just feels like there's more. But at the same time, you might have snow. Yeah, like we got fortunate. Yeah, it was cold at night, but it was 50, 60 degrees or quickly. Yeah. So, but that was kind of it. Like, uh, Jess had a blast. We had a good weekend. Nice. I mean, Pocahontas is not far away for us. I think we, we're gonna do a shop retreat there soon. We had talked about going down there one weekend, and oh, then yeah. there was like some kind of a running race campsite. or something. Oh yeah, a running race thing. I'm glad we didn't go when yeah. all those people were there. Yeah, uh, but we will be back probably over just a spring break. Cool. I had lots bikes. of fun. I did get lapped by lots of people. That's fine. But Who it was cares? very fun to. Uh, we got lapped by. <laughs> we, we finished. That, that just means you get best, to see all the people. We finished in the best spot ever. Fun. Fun spot. That was just good because you got to see all the people yeah, multiple times. Yeah, and I got to stop and use an actual bathroom. Okay. I didn't have to pee on the side of the road or anything like that. Uh, that was really good. I had so much fun. I ate my bobo bars. We stopped every five miles. We talked. We nice. decided how amazing we are. And we had so much fun. That's all that matters. And I really honestly know it's a hobby. So it's not really like my life. Like Jeremiah Bishop's life is to ride bikes. Mm-hmm. Where my life is to teach middle schoolers math. Right. So even though that may not be as talented as some people, popularity-wise, it's still having, a skill. You're having the same volume of fun. Exactly. So and that's what really... Like, I love the way that you just put that, that that's not my job. That is not my job. That's his job. That's not my job. So I can't, I can't hold myself there, to that standard. There is no way I should be holding myself to that standard. Or, or even to a derivative of or that standard. Or even to a close instance of his yeah and i i I think it could laugh me like that's fine but joey's like get out of their way get out of their way but like they know how to get they know how to go pass somebody like they do that for a living throw me under the bus for the second week (laughs) no i'm just saying that like you know but it was really fun there was um some gonna go go back next year one oh yeah one scary hill and that was it it involved an ambulance there was lots of ambulances we were like we were oh yeah, yeah oh there was about four or five injuries on course. Bad injuries. That's scary. Yeah. But there's injuries on every course. Okay. I got an email uh, from Dan, a listener, who, by the way, I'm going to give us a little little pat on the back, who teaches podcasting. He is a podcast professor. 
We got an email from the podcast professor who listens to us. He teaches people how to tell stories via podcast. Uh, come on. And he listens to us. I'm like, are, like are we mystery novels? We're like the example of what not to do. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I got an email from him um, and he had a very serious question and he formatted it as a this or that. And I'm going to try to be brief with this. He's got a gravel grinder coming up. Bald Eagle gravel grinder. It's 44 miles with 4,400 feet of climb. And it's in Pennsylvania. It's his very first gravel race. Um, he can, can, he describes himself as being in pretty good shape. Um, he's a lot, he does a lot of running, uh, long duration cyclocross, does a lot of trails, dirt roads, light single track and double track. And here's his question. Would you rather do the 44 mile version of the bald Eagle gravel grinder on a touring bike with 728s or a 90s drop bar mountain bike with 17526s. Still not much wider. <laughs> <laughs> so he gave me the rundown on both of the bikes, um, but I think we've probably got enough. It's a Schwinn Latour touring bike. Those are cool. Versus a Yokata, 1992 Yokata drop bar mountain bike. I guess it's been kind of like. Um, looks like it's kind of been like hobbled together kind of thing, one by micro shift. Yeah, those are the um, cool ones, though. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that one. That that would be my answer as well. Jess, do you have an opinion on that? She doesn't um, know. No, but give her a chance. Thank you so much for including me in this conversation. Um, I went through a water crossing on my drop bars, uh-huh. and some man said, wow, that was impressive because you're not on a mountain bike. And I said, thanks, man. Okay, right I on. went through it. Remember, Joey? I went through the little water crossing. She blasted through it. I'm like, you can do it. And uh, nice. There was a photographer right there. I was like, does anybody say that I did that? Nobody answered. <laughs> Sean, any opinion on that? Oh, man, that's a, that's quite a bit of climbing. I think I would go with uh, the better gearing bike. I oh, think they're okay. both, you know, they're, they're both really similar. But, uh, you know, I always love to have that bailout gear when I'm tired and climbing those last hills. He did give me the rundown on the gearing. The, the Schwinn is a three by nine. Um, I don't have any gear lengths on that. Um, but the one by on the drop bar is an 1146. So it's got a little bit, I didn't give me the front end. Yeah, um, I think you'd be okay. You, I think you'd be okay on either of those bikes. I think maybe the one he likes to ride better. You know, the one you're more comfortable with and the one you're more confident. We've talked about that before. You know, if you feel like that's going to be the bike that you think you should ride on that, then that is the bike you should ride on that kind of thing. It's kind of a simplistic answer, but. I would say know. from my experience at Bald Eagle, the gravel roads are pretty well maintained. Okay. So, so either the, tired. So don't be afraid of the 28. Either that or um, the simplicity of the one by on the mountain bike, mm. even though it's an older one by. I think you'd be okay with each tire selection. It's just yeah, okay. Um, if it's a little, if it's a little muddy out there, I remember, remember my front derailleur even on a new bike, my new GRX was clogged up. He said he doesn't think that he can get anything wider on the front, but that he feels like he could go a little wider on the rear to a thirty-two. Um, that seems questionable. I'm not sure. Usually it's the other way around, where you can get something a little bit larger on the front, and you're you're kind of limited by that rear triangle. Um, Mm -hmm. with the, with that Schwinn, but, um, you know, I, I think for the, the sheer cool factor, I wish, I wish that the drop bar mountain bike, like, like Sean, you, like you just referenced, I wish it had some gearing on it besides that one by. Yeah. 
If it, if it had a, a, a smaller inside ring, I, I think that would be a hands down for me slam dunk. But you got know. it's a lot of climbing. That's a hundred feet of my mile. customers more moving parts. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I know. triples triples suck. I'm not gonna lie. Well, how did it go from a triple to a you know the triple on the, the mountain bikes the a one by and then the road bikes a Tiagra triple, Tiagra triple, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I I think you for me there's a comfort factor that comes into play too. That's a that's a long day on twenty eights, but if if I'm hearing you correctly, Joey, if those if those roads are well groomed, this is April. This is a this is an event that's early in the season, spring spring summer or or winter thaw. Spring thaw from from winter, so you might have a little bit of mud. You might have a little bit of, of wet in April. Yeah, that's why I read one by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're not clogging up your front trailer. Yeah, in multiple gears. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure we've been a whole lot of help. <laughs> well, I, I I would say if it's going to be wet, those 28s would be uh, kind of exciting on the on the descents. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I, 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 that might be a game time decision based upon weather conditions too. I think are going to come into play a lot. Honestly, I mean, if oh, it's so, yeah. if it's wet and ugly, then there's no doubt then it's I'd, perfect. I'd be on that that drop bar mountain bike. And if it's if it's dry and smooth and fast, then maybe you can get away with those twenty eights because that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And the gearing is, I mean, you might be you might need to think about the fact that you're going to have to walk a little bit on that one by with that gearing. Not with a 46. I don't know what's in the front. It's a one by, but I don't have the size on the front. Yeah, mountain bike, it might be like a 32. Okay. You know a typical one by versus a double or triple next to it, mostly a double next to it. The only gear you're losing is your hardest gear. Mm, okay. If it's if they're set up similarly. So if they'd have gone from a one by. You're, you're going to not worry about running out on the one by down to okay. the descent. You're probably going to, you're going to run out of a gear on the down. You're not going to run out. You're not going to want. Your climbing gear is not going to run out if you do it properly. Gotcha. That's where I was getting at. Gotcha. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Uh, real quick, before we jump into Strava Club, this weekend is our big shop fundraiser for the Mountain Bike Club. Yes. Mm, all right. I got some awesome goodies from Specialized. So Evan cool. is sending me a box from Nittany Mountain Works. Matt gave me way more than I ever could have expected from Rich Supply. Wow. Um, we got some sweet stuff to give away. We have stuff from the club. So if you're out and about in Southern Maryland and you listen, that's Saturday from 4 to 7 at the shop. Um, there might be a chance of snow, even though Thursday night's going to be 80. <laughs> Isn't that wild? <laughs> um, and if it doesn't rain or snow a lot, uh, Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, we're having a ride, not at the shop, but at Salem State at Forest lake. at the lake, Okay. Um, which is going to be a blast. It's going to be one heck of a weekend. So that's at the Production Fen- Adventure Center. Center. That's Saturday. 4 to 7. 4 to 7. Potluck style, we'll provide the protein, bring a side dish. Roger. And we have like a 45-minute presentation on some future projects, et cetera, um, cool. kind of what the year has in, in store for that. And then maybe if this works out, we'll do the same thing for all the other clubs. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to come to that. Yeah. I'm going to come It'll to that. It'll be fun. Our friend David yeah. Brinsfield will be there. Nice. Um, Matt gave Joey yeah. so much stuff. Nice. Um, I love these things. Yeah, Evan, it is. It is fun. And remember, we used to do the whole uh, coffee and donut thing. Yeah, we so did that fun. last weekend. I know, but I wasn't around. I was not there. Um, yes, David, our old service manager, now works for Specialized. Will be there. Okay, let's jump into Strava Club. All right, Matt Owers. I can't pronounce that from Bedford, Ohio, with one hundred sixty-eight point eight. 
Um, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. Sorry, Matthew. Kelly Riley from Wilmington, Delaware with 150.9. And Jeremy Cobb, who is private, but he's from West Virginia, and he's friends with Brian on Strava. We love Jeremy. Oh, that's Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah, we love Jeremy. I don't like Jeremy anymore, but uh, (laughs) 129.4. Did you pick that at random, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. Jeremy will be at um, our our friend Croatan. I heard he's bringing lasagna. They did for um, uh, yeah. We're doing yeah. tailgate style. I've yeah. me and Larry talked about. Um, Sean, did you were you up for the the tailgate that was going on at the top of the hill in the field? Were you up there for that at Grosk? Yeah, you guys gave me buttons, and I rode with Jeremy on uh, Sunday. And you calling him out on this uh, wow. on this podcast. He is not going to be able to get his head through a door. <laughs> but he's so nice. I love him. I love following. I love him. That was a lot of fun. It was. It was, was, was so much fun. Well, could Jeremy take me in a tickle fight? Yeah, oh. yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Oh, dang it. Well, okay, the reason why Joey said that is because Gordon said there should be more tickle fights on the podium because he was having a tickle fight. There on was the a tickle fight. Podium. There was a tickle fight yeah, on the podium. His, look at his Instagram. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, I do. I won't. Gordon was rocking our hat. No, we really I gave it to him. 100%. Yeah, and he wore it around. Nice. Um. What a nice well, guy. maybe I'll meet Jeremy at Croatan. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. All it's going to be, we're going to be, we're going to, we're going to be shoved into the entirety of turn two. I talked to Ted today. Wait, Ted is going turn. down. Uh, Ted is going down a little early too. He's going to be in Raleigh coming over early. We're going down in Forest Camp and going to be there early Friday. Oh, so good for you guys. We are. Some of us work. Pal, okay. All right, you needed 100. <laughs> just making funny because the other night 118.8 to break in top 100. We went down from 892 to 891. Oh, wow. And we're at Strava.com forward slash clubs forward slash gravel travel dirt. So Blake has started whining. Now, Dan told me, he's like, you know, he teaches podcasting. And he he told me that that when we mention and reference how Blake is making noise, that nobody can hear Blake. But I think if we ignore Blake Blake, a lot, that he might start doing that barky thing. So Yeah, I'm going to step up here in a second. Okay. So. All right, John. Let's let's dive into what you're here to talk about. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's really been it's it's great to have you join us. Where are you? Where do you rain from? Yeah, where are you calling from? I am calling from Charleston, West Virginia. Nice. Uh, the Tyler Childers song. There's a there's a Tyler Childers song that, that talks about uh, Charleston, West Virginia. Charleston girl. Charleston. Yes. Girl. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. We're, we're famous for that. <laughs> I was I was listening to a little Tyler on the way out to my ride this afternoon. Nice. nice. Actually, yeah. he um, Joey really likes listening to him. But we were I was in yoga the other day, and our um, yoga teacher had Tyler Childress on, and then Taylor Swift, and then Taylor Swift again. And it was like so cool to hear all those musics together in a yoga class. You know, that was really cool. Yeah. What kind of Tyler yeah. Childers song were they playing in the yoga class? I don't. I'll I'll tell you later. Okay. Okay. Tell me later. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to talking about, um, doggone it, the name of the event again. I'm sorry, it's right here at the top of my notes. Before we get to talking about Kate's Mountain Challenge, tell mm-hmm. our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, um, Sean Romano from Charleston, West Virginia, and I've loved riding bikes pretty much my entire life. Uh, when I was like a little kid, um, like 52 now, uh, I was all about the bikes and I took my paper out money and bought a real bike, uh, there in Morgantown. Uh, and my mom decided every, all, all of the, uh, riders, it was Greg Lamond era 
had the little cycling hats and as they were climbing out Duez and my mom decided I, cause she's in the medical field and decided I needed to wear a helmet. And she got me something that looked like one of those styrofoam coolers that you picked up at seven 11. And I've been, <laughs> and I, and I've, I've been riding bikes ever since I uh, took a little time off to raise my kids and uh, started riding again uh, about four years ago. And um, here we are. That's cool. That's cool. It's, it's so many times you hear that story, and I'm 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 from that same world too, where you know you you rode heavy, you know through college years and just after, and then you have kids and you kind of have to step away a little bit and do dance and stuff like that with kids, and then you come back full and strong. So it's just yep. like a full life cycle thing. Uh, we're dinkwise. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh. You know. You know. Every day I spent on the benches outside the dance studio was worth it. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, my kids are in their 20s now and uh, don't regret a minute of uh, taking care of them. And I'm, I'm really happy to be able to be able to do this now. Yeah, I was a dance dad. I had my, my oldest did competitive show. Did like, you dance traveling. too? No, but I, I sat in a lot of audience in a lot of auditoriums all day Saturdays watching a bunch of little kids dance. So we went and saw my I niece know. for four minutes, and but it was a five hour dance recital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you got to come and go i was there from like six o'clock in the morning oh no and, and sean knows this too we were there from like six o'clock in the morning to like six o'clock at night it's a long day dang uh, oh yeah yeah I, it, this has nothing to do with bicycles but uh my my daughters did ballet and they always put on you know it's a uh, the youth ballet ensemble and i got drafted to be the king so i was actually in oh, a yeah. ballet Hot and dog. uh <laughs> is there video or so, pictures of that uh, yeah. Okay. So my kids were little and I got a picture of that and I stuck it in my like drawer in my dresser. And so when my kids were like 16 years old and they're like, you've never loved me. <laughs> I, I pulled out this picture of me in, in tights. And I said, this is how much I love you. Absolutely. That is, that is brilliant. That's like a golden ticket. That's like a, yes, it it's is. like a get out of jail free card. So yeah. what, what's the origin story behind Kate's mountain challenge? Okay, well, you know, I come over to Virginia and do a lot of riding and love the gravel stuff. And where uh, Lewisburg is, is just a fantastic place for gravel riding. You know, that West Virginia, Virginia border and the ridge that's formed by uh, by where, where the tectonic plates like crashed into each other has just fantastic riding. And we go over there all the time and we ride. And I just thought, you know, this would be a fantastic place to have a gravel race. And um, it, so we kind of just like thought about it for a couple years. And then, you know, like, you know, we go on these rides with my core group of friends, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And then this year we decided to finally make it happen. And um, we're going to have it in the town of White Sulphur Springs, uh, which is a great little town um, in the Greenbrier Valley. And it's just going to be a fantastic, fantastic event, I hope. Cool. Now, where, where, how, far are you, how far are you from White Sulphur Springs? Um, we're about, in Charleston, we're about 100 miles. Okay. Uh, but uh, we have a place over there that we go to on the weekends. And uh, that's where I get to do most of my riding. And so, you know, it's just, it's just a hand in glove. So, okay. yeah. Cause I, I pulled up a map like all at the same time and I'm looking at, it, I'm like not seeing all these things coming together. And it's funny that's so hard. A lot of, so many, um, gravel event directors 
you know, they take on events that are far away from, from home and, and, you know, you know, not only just to do it, you know, we give kudos to, to folks, you know, there's nobody out there getting rich, putting together a gravel bike race, you know, except for maybe Dave, Dave might be getting rich. I don't know. Um, but you know, you're doing it out of the love of the event and then, you know, then you add in all this travel stuff and I know it creates sort of like this headache thing. So, um, Mm -hmm. that's cool that you got a connection there and that it's, 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 it's all in the same place. What, what are the, what are, who are the people behind the scenes? Cause I know you're not doing it by yourself. Who else is out there helping you out? Okay. My life partner, Brooke Wallace, uh, you know, today is our anniversary. It's our 14th anniversary today. Uh, she's she's helping me. I convinced her, suckered her in to, uh, <laughs> to, to helping me with this event. Uh, we've got um, uh, Max Hammer, who owns Hammer Cycles there in White Sulphur Springs. That's a cool uh, name. We have, That's a cool yeah, name. Yeah. You know, it, what was really funny was, is like, I saw him coming up on Strava segments and it says Max Hammer. And I'm like, that's not that guy's real name, but it is. And wow. he is a super great guy. He owns a bike shop there in White Sulphur. Uh, he's a enduro downhill guy primarily, um, but running a bike shop there. Uh, his wife, Sarah Elkins, and then um, uh, Clay Elkins, who owns Big Draft Brewery. And so we got those those folks and max has helped uh, uh our, our little like gravel team greenbrier gravel since its start um got those folks on board and said you know because we talked about this for a couple years like wouldn't it be great to have an event and um it just kind of you know conversations well we're getting our you know getting our derailers adjusted or what have you and um it all sort of came together over the past year like let's actually um let's actually commit to doing this. And then, uh, Brooke, my, my partner and I, uh, we're like, well, let's, let's take the reins on this and, uh, see what we can make happen. And it's been really exciting, uh, quite a bit more work than I thought it would be, but I think it's going to be, um, a really fun time for everybody. Well, what, what are the, we haven't, we've talked so much about it so far. We haven't even thrown out like the event date. It's, it's end of July. What's the exact date? It's July 22nd. It's going to be a Saturday. Okay. So it's a Saturday event on the 22nd, White Sulphur Springs. Mm-hmm. Do you have any rider numbers, any caps on riders? Um, we're, we're hoping for 250 riders and we're going to cap it at 400 because that's about what I feel that we can, we can take with the parking and, um, all the other infrastructure that we're working with, uh, as a first year event. Um, you know, the town of White Sulphur, I've had meetings with the mayor, chief of police, the, the city services director, and they are welcoming, welcoming us with open arms. Cool. Um, it's, it's a, and, and the, the, the thing that's really going to make this event great is this is an event you can bring your non-riding family members to, and they have something to do while we go out and ride bikes. Isn't that great? Uh, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's, you know, I've, I've, I've done a ton of races and a ton of events, and you know, like Brooke is a non-rider, and she would love to go with me, but you know, basically sitting in a field or a parking lot for six or seven hours while I go ride, it isn't that attractive. And so, what I wanted to do with this event was to make sure that the non-riding 
uh, members of the family have something to do while the rider goes out and does their thing. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, Lewisburg, White Sulphur Springs, um, amazing little towns, uh, that don't get visited enough. Um, and there's, there's coffee shops, there's a couple breweries, there's shopping. Um, it's, they're amazing places and it's a great, great area to spend a few hours or an overnight. And so by getting the buy-in from the towns and the uh, CVB, um, I think it's going to be a great event for not only the riders, but also the non-riders. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's, what's the, um, I know you start and end at a brewery, correct? Did I see that right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, correct. Uh, a big draft brewery. It just got voted uh, best brewery in West Virginia. Um, they, they're going to be doing the, so they own the brewery, a restaurant in the brewery, and then a side restaurant called, um, uh, with a barbecue. And so they're going to be providing the food and the beverages to everybody. And they have a, uh, a big courtyard with a sound stage. And so they're going to let us use the sound stage for Friday registration and packet pickup. And then Saturday, the start. And then, uh, as everybody filters back in at the finish, we're going to have a band and uh, everybody and feed everybody. Ah, that's what they're all about right there. That's mm-hmm. right. Model for a gravel event. That is, that is absolutely the way to do it. Come in on Friday, hang out, see the town, do the thing, do the thing on Saturday and then hang around Saturday night. Perfect. All right. Let's talk right. about like, what are your routes looking like? What, what kind of distances do you have and what kind of routes are there? Okay. So, um, we have four different routes. Uh, the, 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 the lowest level route is a 23 mile event. And I kind of stole this from Travis Olson over at Gruss. Um, the achievable accomplishment, uh, you know, that, 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 um, that, that, uh, climb, climb up to uh, spruce knob and come back down. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. okay. So, so uh, every rider is going to climb to the top of Kate's mountain. And if you're standing in white sulfur Springs and you look up, there's a mountain up there called Kate's mountain. And, um, every rider is going to do that. And the shortest distance is 23 miles. Um, the, the elevation from, from white sulfur to the top of Kate's is 1500 feet. And at the top, there's an overlook. So the riders are going to start and we're going to roll out. And I just got the permission from the, the division of highways. We're going to be able to close uh, the main street of White Sulphur. And everybody's going to ride out through town from the brewery up cool. about a half mile. I love yeah. that. That's cool, yeah. man. That's awesome. Yeah, they're also going to let us use their uh, uh, athletic facility parking lot for everybody to park in the same space. And that's about like... Uh, 0.1 miles from the start line so you'll be able to park set up your car set up your your pit area and then just like coast down to the start line we're going to run through uh main street of white sulfur springs uh about a half mile and then uh turn left and then you're instantly uh, and this is the amazing thing about west virginia you can go from this town with like the Greenbrier resort where they have a pga golf tournament and the brewery and the bike shops and all of that and within a half mile, you're on a gravel 1,500-foot climb. Nice. And, and so everybody's going to climb up to the top of that. At the top of Kate's Mountain, there's an overlook, and that's going to be your first aid station. It's five miles, 1,500 feet. 
And at the first aid station, we've, uh, we're going to have a photographer there and a photo booth with like the town you just climbed out of back in the distance. And you're going to be able to get a picture taken of you, uh, you know, having met the challenge and climb Kate's mountain. Um, so for the 23 mile folks, once they get done with that, they're almost literally coasting back to the brewery. Oh, nice. Now I'm, I'm, I actually don't normally do this, but I've, <laughs> I've pulled up a map now is, is so is Kate's mountain sort of North and East of the city or does it go the other direction? Which, which way I'm trying to get my bearings it, here. It, it's South. We're going to be going okay. South, South from White Sulphur Springs. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And, and so all of our routes are running South and then turning back North. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see it now. No, now I see uh, Kate's mountain lodge. So I'm kind of getting my bearings. That, that looks yeah, like a really see, cool little town. There's lots of stuff in there. It there's it, it is a super cool town, and you know it also uh, the Greenbrier Resort is there, which is like one of those uh, premium five star. Uh, I, I you know the professional golfers own homes in the uh, in the Greenbrier community. Mm-hmm. There, um, yeah. So if if somebody wants to come and and uh, have a five star experience and do a gravel race we can do that uh, for them. Um, the other cool thing about the race is we have, we're surrounded by national forest right there too. We have the Mon national forest, the Jefferson national forest and the Washington national forest all right there. So if people are like, you know, want to do dry camping up in the national forest for free, uh, it's probably 12 to 14 miles into where they're, they're able to camp. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Little, got a little dispersed camping up in there. Yeah, well, tons of dispersed camping up in there. And then within six miles of White Sulphur, we have Greenbrier State Forest, which has cabins for rent and then, uh, you know, your more normal camping spots. So if you want a, a camping spot with facilities, like you're, within, yeah. Yeah, you're within uh, five or ten miles, uh, within way less than ten miles uh, from the start line. Okay. Uh, and then there's also like um, uh, a couple different price tier options of hotels that you could ride your bike from from the hotel to the start. Nice. Now we, you said there's a 23 mile route, and but there's four routes. What are what are the other distances, and what do they look like? Okay, so what we're trying to do is give something for everyone. You know, like like my mom is coming down to do the 23 mile route. Nice. You know. Yeah, and we really want it accessible for everyone, so that's why we're offering that 23-mile option uh, with the challenge of climbing the 1,500 feet. Um, The next option up is the 30-mile option, and that's where it starts to get real for people. Uh, The 30-mile option uh, has 4,000 feet of elevation. Um, Also very doable. There's nothing too steep, nothing too rugged. Um, but it is a big step up. It's 4,000 feet, 30 miles. You're going to climb the ridge twice. So after you do Kate's mountain, you're going to descend over to the ridge that forms, uh, the border between Virginia and West Virginia. Okay. And, and so that's another big 1500 foot climb. And then from there you come down back into white sulfur. So if you, you know, you have the gravel curious at the 23, you have the, I'm challenging myself at the 30. Um, the next, the next route option we have is the 50. 
and that gets even harder. Uh, the 50 has 6,000 feet of elevation, and then we throw in uh, uh, the section called Broad Run Road, which is a um, never-traveled county road, uh, which is a descent, but much like the grassy downhill at Grusk, um, if you're not paying attention, you, you need to slow your roll on, okay. on that downhill, but it adds a technical aspect to it as well. Now, I, I think uh, you had some pictures of that on your website. That's kind of like a, like unmaintained Jeep road is kind of like the feel that I got from that. Is that, is that an accurate assessment? It, it isn't. That is an accurate as, assessment. Um, I tried to drive it in my Tacoma and didn't feel real comfortable doing that in my truck. But we then rode it with our bikes and it is completely rideable. Um, but you have to keep your head. And so we've named that the don't be a hero downhill. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, you know, so so as you step up in distance, you're going to step up in elevation. You're going to step up in technical uh, riding, but it it's all very very doable. Um, okay. One of the things one of the things I've experienced is 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 it seems like some of the uh, event directors want to throw the hardest thing at you that they can. Like we're going to send you up the nastiest climb thirty within thirty miles of this parking lot. Now go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and that's great and that's cool. But also, you know, when you start to get into like 18, 20% climbs and you're running out of gears and you're running out of heart rate, that, that starts to not be fun. Um, we're trying to keep it like, I think on the 30 mile, the, the steepest pitch is about 12%. Um, well, that's still hefty enough. Oh, it's hefty and, and you're going to test yourself and you're going to, you're definitely going to see if your derailleur shifts into the, into the largest cog, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, but, but it's also, uh, doable. Okay. Um, now when we get to the, um, to the fifties and the seventies, uh, especially the seventies, uh, we're, we're, the 70 has 8,000 feet of elevation and then we're throwing in a section that we call unroad. And, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, we're calling it unroad um, because it's it's much like that uh, that downhill picture that we have on the uh, on the website there. Um, it traverses up a creek bed, and it's not very long. It's not very steep, but we're gonna you're gonna have to cross the creek about four times. So. If you think you're going to come in and average, you know, 18, 19 miles an hour, well, we're going to slow you down for that, for that little section there. Could you, and could you're you going just to send it straight up the creek? That'd be fun. <laughs> I, I'm, going to, I'm going to send you a picture of my friend, Bob, who's like 63 or four years old with his bike over his shoulder. And he's, and he's up to his chest in the water, sending okay. it straight up the creek. You're not going um, to send it straight up the creek. <laughs> no, no. You're going to have to cross the creek. And um, th what they are, they're, they're old farmstead, uh, the road serviced old farmsteads so so what we wanted is we wanted to make an accessible challenge for the shorter distances and a real challenge for the longer distances because if you're signing up for the 70 you're signing up for the 70 you know you know what you're getting into um 
So it should be good. It should be good. We're, uh, we're going to have aid stations for everybody. Uh, the 23s are going to hit three aids. Everybody's going to hit three or four aid stations along nice. the route. Nice. Yeah. 23 yeah. miles and three aid stations? Exactly. Exactly. We want it. We want it to be a really great experience for people. Nice. You know, and oh, and and the one thing I, I took a note of is we're going to have portajons at every aid station, so okay. so that so that so you don't have to, uh, you know, be on the side of the road kind of a thing. Like a remember gravel rolls, Jess, where people just like like in the cow field, in the cornfields, like just everywhere you looked. So I beat like, in the woods this weekend. Okay, good well, ride. You do you. You do you. Um, what does the, so, so the prospective rider, what's like the one or two things that they absolutely, absolutely need to know going into this weekend? Uh, have fun. I mean, that's, that's, that's the one thing they need to know. I think that the way we have it set up is, you know, what you're getting into. Um, Mm, okay. I don't, you know, I think, I think the worst thing that you can have is to be like, I like we were talking about that guy with the, with which bike to pick is to tell somebody that, Oh, you can absolutely do this on 28s and you need forties. Mm. Um, I, I really think that, that I want everybody to be informed, know what they're getting into, know if they sign up for the 23, they're going to be very supported. Uh, if they sign up for the 70, they're going to have a big adventure, mm. you know? Uh, so that, that would be the thing, uh, that I'd like to tell them. Uh, the other thing is that, you know, we're West Virginia and once you get off the pavement, you don't have cell service. Mm. Um, so maybe to, to, to prepare yourself for, you know, once you, once you get out there, um, you need, you need to be able to, um, get your bike rolling again. Mm. Um, we we are going to be sweeping the course. We have um, truck support, and then in the areas that we can't get trucks, especially on that seventy mile uh, unroad section, we're going to have dual sport motorcycles. Uh, you know, tracking the course to make sure that that everybody gets off the course and and gets picked up. But if you have a problem, help might not be there immediately. Right, so those they, were, but they'll they'll know that. While it might not be there immediately, they're not out there by themselves. I think that's important. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, and and so one of the things I've noticed with uh, the the events and the races that I've done is that you know, as you move into the higher distances and the more experienced folks, they're running GPS, they're running a bike computer. Um, we'll have those. We'll have the final routes downloadable. Everybody will have the route. We will have folks at every crossroads to make sure that everybody knows where they're going. Okay. But but I'd also suggest that you have that course on your on your GPS so you make sure that you're on the route. Okay. So if you go to a big crossing and there's nobody there, you might be um, off off the beaten track. You might want to do a double check. Is what I'm hearing. Right. And, <laughs> okay. And so, so so what we're going to do is we're going to have the aid stations at the and. Uh, I don't know if you looked at the maps or not. We kind of figure eight around. Uh, so we're, we're getting people to tie back into these major, major crossroads. Mm -hmm. um, and, but everywhere that we have a turn, we'll be telling people, you know, with signage, with ribbons or with a human being like, Oh, if you're in the 23, go this way. If you're in the 30, go this way. Okay. Uh, 
to, to make sure that people are on course, stay on course, and don't have to second guess themselves. Perfect. That sounds great. That, that sounds like it's well supported. Yes. That's the way to do that. Any uh, yeah. shout outs for event sponsors? Uh, right now, the uh, Greenbrier Valley CVB, uh, Hammer Cycles, Big Draft Brewery uh, have all been great. Uh, we're lining up a lot of uh, lodging options for people. Uh, Greenbrier River Campground. Uh, well, that's a that's kind of a cool thing I want to mention. Uh, my friends down at the so this is on the Greenbrier River, and they own a campground on the river, which is another place to camp. They have cabins. Uh, you can rent an Airstream trailer. What? But then, but then, if you if you're bringing your family, uh, they run a canoe shuttle, okay. and so oh, and yeah. so like if 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 uh, you're racing and your husband or your kids want to go float in a canoe for do a five mile float down the Greenbrier River, uh, they will come pick you up, put you in a boat, pick you up at the end, and bring you back. Oh, that's cool. So, that's fun. Yeah. So that's a, that's a whole other thing that people can do while they're here. Dang. So or or do it the day after the race. So you hang out and do it after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, make like a a four day, make like a super long weekend out of it. Is what I'm hearing is the best way to experience yeah. this. Is to like come in on a oh. Thursday and then maybe not head out till leave Monday. on the following Thursday. Yeah, just make yeah. A, make an event out of it. You're the, well, that's awesome. Yeah, and I really want everybody to pick their you know those choose your own adventure books. Like if you're the overlander that wants to tent camp in the national forest. It's right there. If you want to stay in a five-star hotel, it's right there. If you want to go fishing, it's right there. You know, this the 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 area has so much to offer for you know so many different people. You get to pick your own adventure and and have a great time. I guess uh, what I'm not understanding is, I mean, this, this sounds like the perfect place to do something. Says so you're really selling it. You're doing a great job. And it's like, why has nobody ever done this before? <laughs> That's what's kind of like, you know, because it seems like it is the perfect kind of place. You know, you can, you can stay high end. You can, you can go, you know, five star or you can go camp in the woods. Or you know? float a yeah. river. Float a river. And, and it, well, that's the, that's the amazing thing about West Virginia is that you can, you can do whatever you want and it's, it's cool, you know. Like if if you come down off the uh, out of the national forest, you know, it's cool. If you if you walk out from the uh, you know the from playing golf, it's cool, and you'll see all of those people at the brewery on Saturday night. You know, nice. Nice. it's it it's really it's really an awesome place. I started going there um, after I finished school. Um, you know, quote discovered it or whatever and i just fell in love with the place it's it's got a great um sense of place and it's 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 really fantastic and and the reason i'm doing the race is i want to share this with other people you know we've got all the people in charlottesville uh richmond lexington roanoke come over and see what's on the other side of the mountain it's pretty cool that's cool now how can folks who are interested in this find out more Okay, three ways. Uh, first way is bike reg. Everybody uses bike reg. Uh, Kate's Mountain Challenge. Uh, go to the notes section. As we add uh, lodging options, we're putting them in the bottom. I think I've given pretty good course descriptions um, in the notes section, but we also have ride with GPS links to the routes and um, uh, GPX links. So if you're using uh, 
uh, Google Earth. You can look at them that way. Uh, second option is to go to Facebook, uh, Kate's Mountain Challenge. We have a Facebook page. We're updating that stuff as, as more things come online. And then the third thing is the Greenbrier Valley Convention and Visitors Bureau. Uh, we have an events page there as well. Okay. There are lots of ways. I'm going to put links in the show notes so that people can find all those different ways and uh and and let's fill that one up because man you sound like you got it going on we've had we've had a couple of um uh new events the last few weeks that people have talked about that i just are banging they're just banging you know yeah i like the photo booth on the top of the mountain because right when i climbed across the first thing i was like excuse me can somebody take me my picture by this sign um But if you have no cell service, are you going to do like the pictures through like a professional like person or are you just going to, how are you going to get the pictures An influencer. Out? Yeah. No, we, we hired a wedding. Uh, the woman, the woman is local to uh, White Sulphur Springs. She usually does weddings at the Greenbrier. I called her up. I told her what I wanted to do. And she was like, that's crazy. That's different. I'm in. Nice. So, nice. So, the, so what we're going to do is she's going to be up there as, as people come through. And then when you get back to the brewery, you'll be able to download your picture from her for free nice. and and then post it up on the socials or whatever. Just keep it for yourself. That's super cool. That's awesome. That's Love really that. cool. And, Love it. And the idea came from Grusk because I've done Grusk a few times and always wanted my picture. And I was like, I'm just stopping and taking a selfie. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, yeah, great. that's, that's awesome. Listen, I yeah. like I said, it sounds like a fantastic event. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on pulling it together. I we we all know over here how much work it is that you're putting in. Um, so thank you for doing that, and it's very appreciated. And and yeah. let's blow this one up, folks. This sounds like it's fantastic. Oh, hey. and one, one final thought: mm-hmm. uh, we are part of the West Virginia Gravel Series, which is a new series this year. Uh, Jason Martin is organizing that. So there's, there's going to be a five race gravel championship series and we're going to be the third of five races in that. Cool. So there's like a whole little bundle thing going on too. That's nice. I like that. That is fun. It it helps all these events are then helping each other, you know, whether or not you're really racing them or not, but you like, or float them. We can send you our number one West Virginia fan, which is Larry Paris. Yeah. So we will be able to send him to your event. Not far off of Travis. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll see you guys. Uh, the West Virginia crew is coming to Croton. So. Yeah. Yes. So, so excited. excited about that. I can hardly wait. I can hardly wait. I'm so excited. Can't wait for that. the tickle fights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last time they had this huge blow up mattress, it was like probably like six inches. Like it was that high off the ground. Okay. Wow. Uh, you want to stick around for this or that, Sean? <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. I'm having a great time. <laughs> okay. Jess, you're, or no, Sean, you're first, then Jess, then me, then Joey. Uh, first this or that this week, fly a kite or fly a balloon, fly a balloon. It might get shot down. Yeah. I'm definitely going kite. Kite, flying a kite. Jess, you want to fly a balloon or you want to fly a kite? Um, you better control your balloon. Balloons are like bad for (laughs) Joey. Doesn't like balloons. Like Joey's very sensitive about balloons. Yeah. Cause they spy and they get shot down because of the water. 
Like they always end up oh, in the yeah. water. So talk about the trashy uh, just balloon balloons. Yeah, Joey does not like balloons. Like I've always wanted to do like a balloon photo shoot for my Instagram, and no, uh, no, 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 we don't do that. You could do a kite photo shoot. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess I'm going kite. Let's go with kite. Okay. I am. Did you guys see what the Goodyear blimp did on um, over Daytona? We were talking about Daytona earlier. Mm. It's nope. a, it said don't shoot <laughs> on the side of the. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. I'm definitely flying a kite. I'm going to go fly a kite. Joey? Why are we flying? What? Are, who flies a balloon? I don't know. It was balloons were in the news when I wrote the show notes. Are you talking about like that, like a balloon? I just wanted to use the word balloon. I just wanted to talk about balloons because balloons are trending no, and I'm trying to influence people to fly kites, not balloons. I'm going to fly a kite. Okay, go fly Like a kite. Richard, I'm going to race kites. <laughs> That's true, I'm Richard. Cut other people's kites. That's true. He's a professional kiter. Yeah. Um, okay, this has got a little, you guys may not know, this has got a little West Virginia myth and lore associated with it. Mothman or Sheep Squatch? Sean? I'm going Mothman. Mothman. Jessica's like, I don't even know what you're um, talking about. I don't about. need to read it. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> They're just like these, like, 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 it's West Virginia lore. Mothman, there's like a creature, mm-hmm. and you don't know about Mothman. Mothman, no. and then Sheep Squatch mm-hmm. is one that's I can't remember where that one is. Sheep Squatch, yeah, it's it's like a sheep thing. What are you going with, Jess? Um, the Sheep Man thing. You're gonna go with Sheep Man? Yeah, let's okay. go with Sheep, go man, with sheep man. I'm definitely going with Mothman because I've seen Mothman on a beer can. That's awesome from Greenbrier Valley Brewing. Joey, yeah. Um, He's well, both kind of scare me. Hmm. I mean, I'm de- Mothman's definitely cooler, if you ask oh, me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's really spooky. But that, me and Larry had a couple of those beers mm-hmm. uh, Saturday night. They were delicious. Okay. That black IPA. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. the movie was not not my cup of tea. Okay. Mothman Prophecies. Yeah, so you're going with Sheep Squatch? No, I'm going Mothman. Oh, you're going Mothman. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Third item Appalachian Mountains or the Rocky Mountains? It's easy. It's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. Appalachian? Yeah. Appalachian? Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Um, I guess I'm also going Appalachian Mountains. Mm -hmm. Uh, My friend Gordon has a bike ride in the Appalachian Mountains. Mm -hmm. There's a journey. My friend Cynthia, I think, lives there Mm -hmm. or close to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely staying close to home. There's Rocky Mountains. They can can have it. They can have it. They're they're good. They're go. Go away. Joey? You ever heard of Appalachian Oysters? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know who would be dumb to say Rocky Mountains. Yeah, no, nobody's saying something beautiful about about the Appalachian. Yeah, it's it's God's. It might not be as sexy looking with the big old rocky peaks, which the Appalachian has in areas, Hmm? but it's beautiful and everything about it. I I love the rolling green that turns blue. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's beautiful. Um, Last item: put chamois butter on your seat post. Or fiber grip on your chamois. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I don't know. I am, I, I, I am, I am, I am definitely leaving the seat post there. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, you have to say chamois butter. Um, I'm guess I'm going chamois butter. Yeah, because you're you're a butter you're a butter girl, right? I I, I guess. Okay. I mean, sometimes I don't even use chamois butter. I thought you were a an ambassador for chamois butter. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes I don't use it. Okay. Well, okay. I, I would never recommend fiber grip on your chamois because that would 
that would end your day quickly and badly. Um, chamois butter on the seat post all the way, Joey. I'm gonna go fiber grip in my chamois. Okay, I like Just to see what I like to live like? on the edge a little bit. Like that might feel good. <laughs> you never you could like, start a trend. T- yeah, yeah. I, you do it. It might tick you a little bit. You might be a little raw. You never know. Well, it could. You might. You might not move. You. Yeah, yeah it's going to anchor your butt cheeks in position, and then they don't move at all. Kind of like crazy. I'm going fiber grip right. uh, finish line, not muck off. Fiber grip the butt all day um, or anti seat. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I will say did oh the dog. Um, <laughs> we the, said uh, dog emergency over here. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on here. Most people don't know, but. Um, Tony Martin uh-huh. is a professional cyclist, mm-hmm. um, world time pow- trial champion, multiple years. You can Google pictures after this podcast where he used to put sandpaper on his saddle, his mechanic wood. They would put and no, so in a time trial position, it would help him lock himself. Like you weren't moving. Oh, so he, he would actually like sandpaper. There was sandpaper on his saddle, like glued on his saddle. So that he would not move. So he'd not move. So he had the perfect position, and you're not sliding around. Wow. World champion. World champion also wears a white kit. Hmm. His white kit was always bloody after races. Oh, yeah. because of the sandpaper on the saddle. Yep. Oh, dude, that's not worth it. World champion. I mean, there's, you there's do you like marginal gains. It's, it might be two hundred grid. It might be sixty. <laughs> that's the last. <laughs> what the grit is? I would go with sixty nine grit. Um, but yes, that is a real thing. Google it. Oh, uh, okay. I will. I will. I'm going to do so it. I'm going to use fiber grip. I'm going to do it this weekend and let you all know. Okay. I'm all. I'm, I, I'm excited about that. I would say we all stick by our decisions here at Croatan and then regroup after and discuss. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <with> that. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Thank you, Sean, for joining us. This has been a fantastic um, uh, talk, chat, and you got a great event, man. I, I, okay. I'm excited for what you got going on out there. That's that's well, that's great. Well, well, let's we'll talk after. I hope you guys can make it down. It'd be really fun to have you. I think I'm in New York that weekend. That's mm-hmm. my that floats right inside of my Empire State Ride window. But Ooh. we'll figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out. Okay. I'm, well, I'm definitely. You. I see. I see a trip to White Sulphur Springs in my future. So maybe a little pre or post uh, ride adventure. Um, maybe a little pre thing might be a lot of fun. Might go just to float the river. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, it's about, it's about time we shut this down for the week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. If you've enjoyed the podcast, maybe consider joining our Patreon family. We really do appreciate all the support that those folks give us, and you can join right in, join the family, give us a couple of bucks a month. It helps keep things going. Joey, how can folks get in touch with us? Well, um, I did have multiple people uh, physically touch me this weekend at uh, Monster Cross, which was nice. Was it welcomed? Yeah, it was welcomed. Okay, okay. it was. Uh, okay. Yes, it was. Uh, sure it's consensual. It's consensual. Uh, but our website is graveltraveldirt.com. Our Instagram is at midatlanticgtd. You could come to our shop party fundraiser, mm-hmm. or you could uh, shake my hand at Croatan. Shake my hand at Croatan. I won't be the announcer this year. Yeah, you're. It was, it was mutual between me and Matt. Are you? Are you doing anything? You you riding? Ride my bike. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. Mid-Atlantic Gravel Traveling in Dirt is recorded this week from all the way out in the wilds of West Virginia. Wild and wonderful West Virginia. Charles, Larry said, don't mess with Charleston women, just like the song. Charleston girls? He said it's a real thing. Is it a real thing? Yeah. Okay. I, I believe him. Not like I'd be messing with them anyway. Uh, all the way over here to, to, to Blake's Whiny Kitchen. Thanks for riding along. Until next time, do good. Be nice. Go slow. Respect others. Levi.
Love you, bye. Love you, bye.